Hi there, Scott Hamilton, back with another podcast review. I'm Rockfile, by the way. Um, this is going to be a review of the first disc of Batman, the complete television series. Yeah, the old one. Adam West, right. So I'd like to first say I'm recording this podcast first while my dogs are eating, not far from where the microphone is. So if you hear any crunching in the background, it's not me. Uh, I can't talk and eat at the same time. Also, I'm recording this podcast during the premiere of my interview with Ian George from Amongst Liars. It's going on on YouTube right now. Um, I started it. I, I just I, I have a hard time watching myself. I hear this from some actors that and actresses that they don't really like watching their movies, watching themselves act or whatever. And I'm I'm not acting. I'm just interviewing. When when I talk to somebody, famous rock stars, whoever, um, I just talk to them like people and like ask questions like fans would want to know. It's, I'm not trying to be controversial or get to the heart of the problem. But anyway, um, that is running, and if you'd like to watch it, it's up on the YouTube channel. It is not exactly a podcast, but you can check it out. And I hope to get an audio-only version of the podcast up, but this is the second interview I've done where Zoom did not save the audio only, or at least it hid it, hidden it somewhere on my hard drive. I haven't found it yet. So anyway, that's why it's not there. And why this is only the first disc. Um, I'm a Batman fan. I own like the Tim Burton movies on Blu-ray. I have the Christopher Nolan movies on 4K. Um, I grew up with the original series. Like a lot of people, well, the series came out the year I was born. So I didn't watch it from the get-go. But it was in reruns, obviously, for many, 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 many years, like Star Trek was, which also came out the same year. Funny. And this was long before, you know, they reinvented the character with the Tim Burton movies and so on and so forth. This was the Batman that we all got stuck with until they made animated movies and things like that. So watching it now, well, let me preface this by saying I wouldn't normally have bought the complete Batman from the 60s TV series and, and don't really know what possessed me. I love it from childhood, but didn't know that I would really get a kick out of watching it. And when it first came out, it was this limited edition set that was over $100. And I'm like, for three seasons of a 60s TV show, I don't think so. Um, it came with a little Batmobile and stuff. I think it's going for about 170 to 200 bucks now. But later they came out, a couple years ago, they came out with this, only the discs. You know, you can just buy the disc and it runs about 45, 50 bucks now. But this was like a Black Friday special sale deal. I got it for like under 20 bucks. And I, I just saw it in the gold box and couldn't. All right. You get 120 episodes, three seasons of Batman. 120 episodes, do the math. Uh, I did, actually. And when you spread out the disc, you're paying, uh, I don't know, less than $3 a disc or something like that. With Each disc has 12 or more episodes on it. And there's, Anyway. I picked it up because it was a great deal, and it sat on the shelf for a while because I just wasn't sure. And I was actually going to watch and review something different last night, and I put it in, and it really looked terrible. It was distractingly terrible, and I'll, I will watch it and give you a full review so you know. But it, this was an older movie that was just so grainy it was hard to watch. And again, I preface this by saying that I am now reviewing movies on an 85-inch high-end Samsung 4K with HDR. Um I am seeing 4K discs the way they're intended. I'm seeing Blu-rays up converted to 4K and watching YouTube and streaming content as well. And it's interesting to see that blown up to this size, 
you can definitely tell the difference between 1080p and 4K. I know on a smaller set, you probably can't. And I can tell the difference between streaming and a disc and how bad some of the 1080p streaming is. Most of the 4K streaming has been quite good, uh, whether it be from YouTube or from Netflix or from Amazon. The 4K streaming has been pretty good on this giant TV, but uh, some of the 1080p streaming has been really pathetic. I mean, really bad uh, through Voodoo and a few other things. So I mention that because the Batman Complete Series is on Blu-ray. I don't know that there's any need to put it on 4K because it looks freaking spectacular. Their 1080p transfers, they went back. I tried to look up all the details. Batman was filmed on 35mm film back in the 60s. So it could be fully restored. And it's never, ever. It was transferred to videotape back in the 60s, and that is the only version that anybody's seen until these came out a couple years ago. No one but the people that were on the set have ever seen the colors and, and the sets the way they were fully intended. And let me tell you, it's jaw-dropping. It, that has been the biggest kick. Now, I will get into the rest of why I've enjoyed this much more than I expected, but let's talk about how it looks. This being filmed on film means that when they restore it, it's like restoring a film negative. It's just better than video. It's higher resolution. They can get more data out of it. I couldn't find if this was any kind of 4K restoration, but put in a 4K player and upconverted to an 85-inch 4K TV, this 1080p picture is fantastic. Like I said, I was watching an older film. I watched about five minutes of it and had to stop. Uh, that is a 2K restoration of this film. It, it you know, it's, it should look great upconverted. And it looked like a swarm of bees. It was so grainy. This looks fantastic. The credits are animated and look a little grainy. Um, they use a lot of, well, not a lot, but they use quite a few establishing shots of stock footage from the time that were done on film, but maybe 16 millimeter film or unrefined 35 millimeter film or used, you know, a lot of the studios shared uh, within the studio, the show shared shots of New York or shots of the ocean or shots of the Arctic. And you can watch old series and see the same shot in multiple different shows because they just, it was stock footage they could use without sending a team out and spending a million dollars to get a shot of an iceberg or whatever so there are some new york shots and stuff like that and those are pretty grainy and not very good but they don't happen a lot this show was filmed either well mostly on sets there's very little outdoor stuff but it's incredibly clear it's incredibly clean there's a tiny bit of film grain there but it, it it's almost not noticeable the colors are vibrant like this is a 4k hdr presentation i have never ever seen this show look like this it it is spectacular looking and worth every penny if you're a fan if you have not picked up the complete batman and you're a fan of this 1966 to 69 show get get it it's fully restored in high def and looks fantastic blown up on a big TV in 4K. Looks great. Soundtrack, I'm listening to it in two-channel stereo. Um, I believe it's a mono mix. Everything's clear. It's not too harsh. Not real compressed either. Um, there is some definition between like sound effects and stuff and, and on down to just speaking voices and room effects and when they're on the city streets and things like that. Um, now, for the show, they fully committed to this. 
The concept was, I guess, to make a comic show. Obviously, they were shooting for a younger audience, but they wanted adults to watch this too. This was supposed to be everybody entertainment. It was shown, I guess, five nights a week because all of the first few episodes are two-parters, and we'll say tomorrow night, same bad time, same bad channel. So I guess this was one of those shows that showed a half an hour, you know, each night. Wow. I mean, really, the production values, the costumes, the acting. And that's that's the crux of the whole thing right there. The show fully commits to its cheesy, over-the-top, campy-type vibe. But in the 60s, I don't know how else you have done a superhero show. And, and so it... I can't believe in the first episode there's, like, him going to a disco. Well, a 60s, you know. And does the, the, the Batusi. Not kidding. This is Jill St. John, the actress. Used to be married to Charles Bronson, big actress in the 70s. Uh, Jill St. John's in the first two episodes as the, you know, kind of a sidekick slash villain herself. Um, Can't say enough about Frank Gorshin as the Riddler. Holy crap. I remember him from my childhood as the Riddler and the two-tone guys from Star Trek. You know, that episode where he's half black and half white, and then the guy with them is half white and half black, and they can't get along, and the Enterprise can't see the difference. Well, it's obvious that, you know, that was a big allegorical episode. But anyway, I remember him because he is a very flamboyant but amazingly charismatic actor. And wow, does he do an amazing job as the Riddler. That laugh, his... His whole body chemistry, how he moves around the set, how he comes down the stairs. It's just, it's an amazing performance. And really, everybody does a great job. Alfred is this, you know, Alfred is this quintessential Alfred that we've seen in cartoons and everything since. And Aunt Harriet and Robin with the old gee whiz stuff. And, well, one of the things I noticed that all the the, uh, police officers are older, balding men with terrible comb-overs. You can really see that in the high-definition transfer, how bad some of the comb-overs are. Um, That some of the costumes, the colors don't really all completely match. Batman's ears are a little bit different color in the first season than his cowl. Um, There's more purples in things. There's, it's, it is an eye-opening experience. And Like I said, I was afraid it would be too cheesy to watch. It's not. They're 25 minutes each. They're quick episodes with the voiceover guy who I caught as an actual character in a scene when uh, Batman's making his way through a party. The guy comes up to him, basically playing type of, I think it was a waiter, uh, and talks to him for a minute. But it's that voice, next time on Batman, you know. Um, So he actually got a cameo in that. That was kind of cool. But anyway, the first two episodes are Riddler and Jill St. John's character and Batman and Robin is getting things established, and it's it's actually pretty cheesy. It it it, it was it was fun. Him in a discotheque, him being doped. Yes, uh, they give the bartender he orders fresh orange juice because you know does a bat good. Uh, then he drinks it. Then he gets out on the dance floor with Jill St. John, and then oh no, I've been doped, <laughs> and goes down. And of course, the Riddler kidnaps him. And, Oh, well, they kidnap Robin, actually. But anyway, long story short, the first two episodes are Riddler, Jill St. John, and a whole bunch of bat fun. Then things get marginally better. Um, Less cheese. Uh, Obviously, the fight scenes are all the biff bamboo that we've seen all of our lives. But I mean, 
Well, yeah, there still are a few kind of Batuzi type things that happen, and and yeah, pretty much Robin's there to be the cheesy sidekick and say holy guacamole or whatever holy thing he can come up with for whatever the situation is. Then when I got into episodes four, five, and six, we got into some of the other super villains. Caesar Romero as Joker is freaking priceless. He is amazing. Burgess Meredith as Penguin. Unbelievable. These are quintessential versions of these supervillains, and no matter how cheesy or 60s-ish or over-the-top they are, they are fantastic. Each one of these great actors fully throws themselves into the roles with the accents and the mannerisms. It's I don't see too many modern stars being able to pull this off like this. Yes, Hugh Ledger did it with Joker, but I mean like on modern television shows and stuff, you you get big actors doing over-the-top things, but these were like classical trained actors, and they're just... Lee Merriweather is Catwoman with her purrs, and I will not bore you to tears by going episode to episode. There's over 120 of them, and I've only watched like the first 12, so I have a lot more to go. But I can say this has blown away my expectations. At 45 bucks, if you're a fan, you get 120 episodes. I think it's more than worth it. If you can get it on like a gold box or a Black Friday for 20 bucks, it's, it, I, why would you not? If you are a fan of Batman, you want to know where it all came from, I, I, it's I hate to use the word a lot, and I do. It's quintessential. It is it is this kind of Batman, this style of Batman, just like the Dark Knight is a particular style, a particular style of Batman that, you know, it it the Adam West Batman and that series and that it, it's iconic. It's it sure it came from a, a simpler time, but it is it is perfection for the time. It was really, 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 really good so far. So I will do maybe another review in the middle and and, and a review at the end. It's going to take me a while because I don't watch a whole lot of television in the first place and I can't sit and watch 120 episodes. But they are short so I can get two to four in at a a sitting. Um, And I'll let you know. But based on the first disc, (laughs) I have many, many more to get through. This is more than worth your money if you're a fan, if you have a passing interest. Warner Brothers, kudos to you for doing such an amazing job on this set. It looks fantastic. It sounds great. I can't imagine it looking or sounding any better than it does. And it is just, it is just not just a part of my childhood, but part of pop culture vernacular, this version of Batman. You should be familiar with it. It's it's just, it's worthy. And them walking up buildings, which was actually tilting the camera sideways and they were walking and crouching. And it's, it's so quaint, classic, uh, I don't know what else to say. Watch Batman, the original series, if you can. Own a copy, if you can. Put this on the shelf. Show it to kids. I think they, they would dig it. Um, it's really great so far. So that's disc one. I'll let you know. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Sorry to go on so long about this series. I just didn't think I'd be tickled so much by it. Batman is available now in a couple of sets. I don't think you can get that that big special edition anymore for cheap. It's you know, way out of print. But this version goes on sale pretty regularly, it looks like, and I would highly suggest picking it up if you're a fan. And again, big TVs, the bigger we go, discs make a difference over streaming. So you will get more and more disc reviews from me as I try and I I know I can't convert everyone. Streaming is easy. I'm doing it myself. But there is such a difference, and I see it more and more now. There's such a difference between streaming and watching something on disc. Trust me, we'll do a whole podcast about it. Scott Hamilton, thank you very much for taking the time to listen. Listen.